Hi, everybody. Welcome to Pockets Full Soup, the storytelling show. I'm your host, Jerry Petty, and I'm joined by... Gion. Gion. Who's a Gion? Uh, Gion Cruz. Gion Cruz. <laughs> Hi, Gion Cruz. Gion Cruz, the multi-talented. You do a little bit of everything. You're, you're, you're an artist, a designer, yeah. uh, a musician. Uh, uh, some might say. Some might say. What do you mean some might say you're a musician? Uh, I, I sing for fun. I sometimes play guitar. Yeah, I, if you play guitar and you sing for fun, I think you definitely count as a musician. Okay. And you do more than sing for fun. I have, I have seen you. On the YouTubes. Oh, no. Playing the guitar. Those, I've those seen are this all happen. lies. Those are all lies? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> no, not you're true. You're so adorable. You're just like... That was like... from a while ago. I haven't actually made a new uh, singing YouTube video in a number of years now, I think. Yeah, but, but you did do them for a while. It, the, the evidence is there. YouTube yeah. being what it is, you're still out there. What was the one you were best at? Which one are you most proud of? Uh, uh, the one I'm most proud of, I guess, is one that you'll see... Um, the most recent one is... Uh, more than words by extreme okay and i did it with some friends of the game industry that you'll see there i won't say who if you just look it up you guys are all more than together. words i guess Gion cruz you'll see who the special guests are and you're so cute in those videos i mean first you have a lovely voice oh thank and, you and you're, and you're gonna play but but then it's just like oh Gion, he's so cute i love him <laughs> look at him sing the happy is that words. really the, the reputation i have when i'm doing these what, videos? Well, the, what the reputation like you're the, the sweetest do I look like man this? alive oh yes you know, <laughs> It's always like it's always like I'm Keon and here I am and I'm lovely and full of peace and joy okay. and here I am with my adorable family oh, man. and I love them so much and I love all of you so much and I'm gonna you are great you you remind me of the guy that came into like do you remember like in school there was the guy that would come in and he had like the lizard on his arm and the falcon and sure, he would come yeah. in to talk for an hour I can imagine and, that. or then there'd be the guy that would come in and and he would like clog and you'd be forced to sit through it uh, okay but then there was then there was like the the guy that came in and was funny and amicable and played guitar and sang songs about underwear that made the elementary school kids laugh that sounds pretty cool that seems is like that me? you that's okay, you that's yeah cool. that is that is you at heart man all right well i'm I'll describing you maybe you should describe it because i'm the one talking yeah, no, you know? I, I, I think i guess the thing i don't expect is people think i'm like a, like cute and like i don't i don't imagine myself doing this no yes no you're well, so adorable but also like i'm i'm leading a design team now at you know at ign and yeah. so like i need to i need to get away from this look and be more like I'm oh, authoritative. You're firm? Not well, nonsense. Firm but friendly. How about that? <laughs> firm but friendly works. Well, you are always friendly. And you've been, you're plenty firm, too. I mean, you're firm. Firm but you work out. It's too squishy. Is it too squishy? It's I, too squishy. Oh, don't, t don't tell me about squishy. No, I'm, look hiding, at this. I'm hiding it. Right. Oh, gonna, uh, look, come on. No, I understand. Are you going to drum together here? No, uh, maybe. <laughs> I get a little bit of tone. So, the, the, I guess the reason why I haven't done the, the music YouTube stuff is because I've actually been trying to focus more on being healthy and i okay. tried to in a way pivot the stuff that i was doing i was doing on youtube to be more about like well here's what i'm trying to do when i still love playing video games but i'm trying to also be you know more fit and muscular oh okay that, so. so you're trying to find a way to make time in your life to do to do this yeah. prioritize it or yeah. is this like about sharing something with other people i think it's also like um i've always been inspired by like a lot of transformation um stories when people go from like very fat to very fit mm -hmm. you know and i always put myself in that category like the the former category um in the sense of like i've always wanted to have a very like you know athletic and muscular kind of body but i've never actually had that and i've never you know just put enough motivation in myself to do it and um i think the the, the hope with the youtube stuff was that i was going to force myself to document the process how's it working out uh not great 
No, I've, I've documented a lot of stuff, but I realize when it comes to YouTube, editing videos is so hard. Okay. That like I have like six different videos in the can, and um, oh, in the can recorded, I should say, and then I haven't edited any of yeah, them. It's a lot of work. Yeah, and so I only publish like two to three videos about me getting more fit, and I'm still on my way there. You know, it's still it's still in progress, but I've only published like a few. So, so. the publishing hasn't worked out, but what about the fitness? How's that going? Okay, like yeah. pretty decent. Um, I, I'm trying new things here and there. Um, I was at my heaviest um, about six months ago, and that was a little depressing for me. And again, like uh, you know, a lot of this is almost like the ebb and flow of it. You know, sometimes you're you're at your peak, sometimes you're at your worst. But um, to be able to adapt to that kind of stuff, I think, is really important. And I was hoping to be able to tell that kind of story with the YouTube stuff, but. Um, once the videos get edited, I guess I'll be able to. <laughs> you'll be able to see that story. You mentioned getting yeah. depressed a few months ago, being at your heaviest. I, so I'm. I've gained a ton of weight recently. I, I go up and down. I had gained. I had lost a great deal of weight, mm-hmm. and I've gained a portion of it back, and it's been very frustrating. Um, I know the feeling. I I I gained that weight because of decisions I made. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm responsible for it, but it it does at the same time it can be very very frustrating. What do you do? As somebody who's trying to consistently motivate yourself through a program of physical self-improvement for a better life, what do you do in those those low moments? Yeah, the low moments. I think one is if I if I just handle it myself, I usually am my like own worst person, and I'll just eat my feelings, you know. Mm. And so it'll just get worse um, if if I'm not handling it correctly. But the best thing I think to have in your lowest moments is to have like good friends around you, supportive people around you. And then they'll be they'll be able to keep you in check. Just friends you know? that are aware of your situation specifically. Yeah, or, or friends who have been there. You know, yeah. um, my friend Justin at work. Um, he's gotten he wasn't fat or anything, but he's definitely gotten more muscular and fit over the years, and mm-hmm. so he can relate to what it's like to calorie count and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, our friend Brian, um, mm-hmm. he's he went from heavy to very skinny, mm-hmm. and he's very fit now, and he's almost. I see him as an inspiration to me, seeing like if he can do it, I know I can do it too. Yeah, Alt- Altano is has physically transformed. Yeah. So over the last two year. Brian's actually Brian Altano and also Brian Albert. Oh, you're talking about Albert? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Brian Albert. Now Brian Albert has not yet graced pockets full of soup, but oh, he will. Albert yeah. is one of my. What, Albert's great. Well, we'll talk Albert one day. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that guy. Oh, what's so. what's the best Brian Albert moment? Um. Well, we have we share a lot of good moments together when we work out yeah. together. He taught me how to deadlift. Oh, right? no and that's just really just picking up a really heavy thing off the ground, pick it back up to your waist, and then put it back down. I pick things up and put them down. Yeah, and just make sure your back's straight. That's the only thing, right? Um, he taught me how to deadlift, and um, when we were doing these things together, we would always eat Hawaiian food afterwards. Okay. And so my some of my favorite moments with Brian is just eating the Hawaiian food afterwards. Hawaiian barbecue. I always yes. end up at Hawaiian barbecue with Brian. That, yes. that Or a crappy diner. Like, those are the two best places to go with Brian. Right, Albert. that sounds about right. Yeah, that's good. That's, uh, <laughs> Hawaiian barbecue is so good. We talk about, uh, you're on a pretty good day episode we just recorded. I'm not sure which of these go up first, okay. uh, but we just had a wonderful discussion about uh, all kinds of food, Chinese food and yeah. also Filipino food. That's right. And their food keeps coming up, man. Yeah. I am taking you tonight to a terribly unhealthy place to eat, I think. I'm that okay with like this. A good plan. Notice how, like, yeah. food just revolves in my life and then I have to deal with it. Yeah, you know, that's how it works. If I and that's kind of even that's really my daily struggle. Or like you know, like um, Hulk's secret is he's always angry. Yeah, I'm always hungry. Always hungry. I'm and never that's not you, hungry. That's how you deal with it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's how, at least being aware of that, I can try to be like 
No, you're not saying like you need this food. You're just yeah. always hungry. You're never not hungry. So stop it. Well, controlling weight is extraordinarily difficult for, for many people. And I am one of those folks. Um, and I'm not, again, I, I don't want to sound like I'm painting myself as victimized. It's not that. It's just something I have difficulty with. Sure. And yeah. uh, it's caused problems in my life. And I'd like to change it. And sometimes I manage and sometimes I don't. But I found one nicely consistent thing so far in my life, at least, is that when I make the good choices, the, the weight does go away. That's so true. That's nice. Uh, like, and priests. All of these are the, the little decisions that we make every day. And the way that my body is right now, I can't blame anyone else except myself. Um, and in that, in that sense, like I feel a lot more control over it too. I don't mm-hmm. feel like, Oh, I can't help it. I'm just going to be this way. Yeah. Is it, you know? is it blame or is it accountability? Cause it, cause I'm not, I'm not crazy yeah, about right. like blame, but if yeah, we yeah, say yeah. like, no, I'm responsible for it. That's, that's a right. different idea. Yeah, yeah. And you have control to make it yeah, better. Exactly. You have control. Yeah. yeah. Instead of blame, you have control. And that's exactly. A, which is oh, that's kind of a nice thought. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. I know it's not the same for all, but it's it's a good thing to keep in mind. So you're here to talk about somebody you're thankful for. I, yeah. I, and since I uh, kind of blew the question there, which I normally ask, which is tell us about somebody you're thankful for, which isn't actually a question, but mm-hmm. well, anyway, we'll get there. Hey, Gion. <laughs> hey. Tell us about somebody you're thankful for. Sure. Um. So I was actually thinking about this, and obviously my family's very close to me, but I I have some people that I want to thank that I've actually never met. But Ooh. they have played a very significant, but despite how indirect of a role it is to me being a designer and in essence leading the design team at IGN today. Like the, they led you to what you do for a living and where yeah, you are like in life? They, they were part of very specific moments in my life where I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Uh-huh. And it led me towards being a designer. I'm so excited. Like, most of the time I go in blind on these. Mm-hmm. I really try to know very little about what the guest is going to talk about. That changes occasionally. But most of the time I try not to. I knew that you were going to talk about somebody you'd never met. met. Yeah. And I love when that happens. That doesn't happen often on Pockets. So I'm intrigued. Let's uh, let's move forward. Who are these people so there's you've two never people. met? Okay. Um, one is, her name is Elizabeth Weinberg. Right? And, um, and the other person is... Tom Cruise. Elizabeth Weinberg and to- the Tom Cruise? It is actually the Tom Cruise, and I'll explain why. But the, it's just... the, Tom Cru- the, the Tom Cruise of risky business fame. This is true. Yeah. Okay. That guy. It's the best Tom Cruise movie. Oh, Jerry Maguire? That's a good pick. Yeah. That's not where I expected you to go. I like that. I wasn't that. sure the first one came up was like, show me the money. That's the yeah. first thing that came up. Well, let's see. He's really good. Yeah. He's good in a lot of things. He's so good in a lot of things. He's a good actor. There's also a game that we've played at IGN these days, or at least in the product side. Um, because he's so famous and he's so good at his, his things, there's some actors that I don't know. I just don't know what their first names are unless it's in the title of the movie. <laughs> like, like oh, what's actors Tom... or characters? So like what characters. Character? Like okay. what's Tom Cruise's name in the Mummy? Or like you know, like give give a favorite. I didn't see or it. even like Risky Business. What's his uh, name in that? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, it's yeah. just Tom Under, Cruise. Underpants kid. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Cruise. There's So I only know them as just Tom Cruise. I don't okay. know the characters unless it's actually Jerry Maguire is in the name. That, that works. So yeah. if you have the title of the movie, you're good. So Bridget Jones' Diary, you're covered. Yes. But, uh, but other than that, you don't know. Don't know who Unle- so usually a good bet is either Jack or Brad. <laughs> well, that's what's. Have you ever watched the, the really old Honest Trailers video about Game of Thrones seasons one through three? Uh, I don't think I have. Oh, you have to. It's great. They have this running gag, like the last 90 seconds of the video, where they just start showing you the faces of characters. And they're like, (laughs) you don't know who this guy's name is, do you? And and there's dozens. They just keep 
and they like they have nicknames for all of them. They're like, this is how you think of them, right? But right. you don't know their name, exactly. Like, and it's great. You can do they, that with they call practically... one of the guys Lord Friendzone, which is my favorite. <laughs> the, what's the guy that's in love with Danny? Uh, that's, oh uh, man, but Lord Friendzone, they call him. I, I and I, I love that. Yeah, um, like you'll come up with nicknames for them, or you just know them by the actor's name. Like practically every action star that you know, you're not going to know any of their characters. But names. you know Tom Cruise. Yes, I do, um, <laughs> and I do have some. I have to thank him. In the part but of not the story. just Tom Cruise. The other, the other. Who's this other? So person? Elizabeth Weinberg is. Um, I learned that she has turned into a very successful photographer. Oh, um, she shoots for like different magazines, different advertising outlets. Um, she shoots like uh, musicians and and actors as well. Okay. Um, so I talk about her, and I want to thank her because um, she was part of a community of. People who designed and operated their own personal websites back in like the late nineties. Okay. Right. Um, her website was called burntsienna.nu. Burntsienna.nu. What is .nu? It was basically like a free or like an easy to access domain that wasn't .com or wasn't .net. It's, is it is it one of the international domains or do you know? It must have been. I'm actually not sure what it was, but I was very aware that it was cheaper to get that like than it would be to get a dot maybe it's dot nassau or dot netherlands i don't know or, I, really... who knows? I don't actually know but yeah a lot yeah. of those are, are, are like that so it, so she had burnt sierra sienna burnt sienna that was the first time i learned that yeah this is the first time i learned that color because okay. it was just like part of the the personal website like group of people so how did you stumble onto her work so um so i should probably bring it back towards like okay. basically the first my first encounter with the internet you know uh-huh. like hey a 14.4 bps modem Let's go look at yahoo.com, right? Okay. And like look at the stuff and like you got to tell you find the stuff. Yes, and on um, the Yahoo. And I discovered Alta Vista. Um I discovered uh Angel Fire and GeoCities. Yeah, Angel Fire, GeoCities. I have you do you know the do you remember the third rung of the Holy Trinity back uh, then? Uh, Angel Fire, GeoCities, Tripod. Tripod. Ah, uh, there okay. we go. They were and and what what bound all these together was they were all like personal website domains. I yeah, don't know. yeah, they were free. Yeah, they're all free. And um, basically, I asked my dad like about websites, and like I was like, "Can I make my own website?" He's like, "Yeah." And then he found me a book in his office, which was like, "Learn how to do HTML." Yeah, and I was like, "Great." And then I read that book like, and I was what uh, in middle school at the time. Yeah, and that just I ate that up like it was the next big novel or something. You and I did the same thing. Really? Yeah, no kidding. Like oh, I, I bought a book. I was coding a notepad. Like or, yes, notepad. Not coding. Yeah. Pardon me. I uh, just scripting. Tagging, sure. Or right? like uh, HTML was yeah, was what you markup. did to then. You upload those pages to Angel Fire or GeoCities, yeah. and then you knew what to do. Oh my gosh! So, so, and why would people do this back before Facebook? Yeah, there was no Facebook by then. There's no Twitter. Yeah, no social things. This is how you made a. This is how you this express how you yourself sh- on the internet. This right? is how you made a presence on the internet. Yeah, yeah. And I, I also loved how GeoCities had like neighborhoods and yeah. streets. Yeah. So I remember. I think I was like slash geocities.com slash area fifty one slash. Um, I don't know, Dark Knight slash so and so slash like, Athens slash Acropolis. And then that was, was like, me. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. And then it was like slash a number, like that was yeah, like your house. Yeah, number, your house right? number exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it was this metaphor of a neighborhood, which is, it kind of sounds silly now, but it actually worked really well. And then you had the neighborhoods, and you had the web rings. Yes, web that's rings. how you found people. Yes, because you wanted to be part of like the same common interest group web ring. Yeah, it was like a predecessor take... to social networks. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So except there was. Not there weren't nearly as many ways to share angry political opinions. No, this is true. It, yeah. was, it was actually a much more peaceful place. <laughs> my, I, my my first website was so simple; it had a counter on it. Okay. So it had people, you know, like it counted page views, which my counter never went past a hundred. Yeah. Right. Um, it had, I think, a picture of 
I think I had a picture of something in Star Wars, and then I had an animated GIF of um, Tweety Bird. Oh, that's so like, good. Yeah. And oh. then I had an under construction thing because I didn't know what else to put. Yeah, but that was your site. You is your and were you inspired by this this person to do this, so, or did you have your Tweety Bird and your counter? <laughs> well, that's where it all started. How right? did it happen? Okay, so you that's where everything made... started. GeoCities Angel Fire. It felt. It must have felt amazing. Like you're creating something. You're making it, and people. And you're connected with people who are also making other things. Yeah. You know, making their own pages, and like this is literally anyone in the world could be doing this, right? Yeah. You don't know, like almost like who your neighbor is in GeoCities. Your your address, your neighborhood, your street sign slash a different number is someone else's home, yeah. right? There was this period, like a few years, when we didn't. Nobody figured out how to make money with it yet. Yeah. What it was. And for the first time in the history of the world, we could do this. It's just free and it was space just, on the internet. Yeah, and people were just trying stuff. And here's the thing. You Man, had to, I miss you it. You had to make something, though. You had to learn how to make something you did, before yeah. you did. Yeah, you did. So in the learning how to make something, I also discovered that when I made these pages, there was eventually a group that graduated to become like more of the designer type, web okay. designers, mm-hmm. basically. Um, instead of going to GeoCities or AngelFire, they decided to buy their own domain name. You know? ah. And it could be whatever you want, right? Right. Um, as long as you have the money to. Could be GeonCruz.com. Could be. It could um, be uh, JerryPetty.com. It could be PocketsFullOfSoup.com. This is true. Um, and I'm pretty sure um, Elizabeth went with .nu mostly because when you're one of those designer types or one of these people, you don't want a .com or .net because ah. that's like an official company one. Right? You got to get noticed. You don't want to shill yourself. Also, like this is <laughs> this is a personal website. This is about personal expression. How did, so how did you find right? Elizabeth Spurtziana? Must have been one of those web rings. Like okay. it's like so. So web rings was like you know like you click for a different uh, so either a random one or just a different one down the line, it's just going through a mailing list and encountering the next home. Yeah, right? they were thematic. Like, so was she on an art list or designer list? Must or? have been. I okay. don't remember how I stumbled upon it, but I remember I remember seeing that domain and I was like, "This is cool. I'm gonna book, I'm gonna bookmark it." And then I also discovered that for people who were making these websites on their own. Um, you know, they would install their own software, like, you know, they put their own version of a blogging thing there, yeah. and they would build all these pages themselves. They would design all of these things. That's how I learned how to do Photoshop and stuff, right? And then they also had these links of friends, basically. Okay. I'm pretty sure they've never met, but basically of these people whose other pages they like, right? And that's yeah. that led me to You'd discover... You'd have shout-outs on there, and that's Exactly. How you... And, like, there's this group of people back in basically the late 90s that I was like, man, I want to be like these people. And I'm sure they were probably older, or maybe they're even the same age, but they could design in the way that I couldn't. You know, all I all I knew was how to paste Tweety Bird into my Angel Fire page. <laughs> so I put it upon myself to to learn how to do web design and learn how to do Photoshop, learn how to do HTML. And this is at a time when the tools were fairly primitive compared to what we have today. Yeah, or, fairly uh, primitive. And you know, were you uh, doing this with frames at that point? Or yes, or... frames were a thing. Tables were a thing. Yeah, this is all HTML jargon stuff. Um, CSS was not a thing, right? Right, and that's kind of the main difference. Um, and in doing so, this is really my first steps towards wanting to realizing that I want to be a web designer, mm-hmm. right? Um, what was on Bertziana? Um, her personal blog, mm-hmm. and of of to know you know significance. It was like, oh, I had a test today. Was it oh, called Was it called a blog? By the way, um, I'm pretty sure it was a blog. I'm wondering. Be- because I feel like there are some blogging platforms that you could install. Yeah. So blogger.com, you could actually install into, like, there's code that you can do a snippet of, and then you put that on your personal website. Yeah. Gray Matter, I think, is another software that you can install into your website. It's all yeah, I remember, crazy uh, stuff. When I was in college, one of the guys I worked in the computer services department with had a, like, chat 
like friendship with one of the people at Pyra Studios that was developing Blogger. Oh, interesting. Uh, so he was ta- kept ta- he kept talking about this. He's like, it's it's called a blog. And I'm like, what's a blog? And he's like, no, it's it's gonna. It's like all you have to do is type the words. So I was like, well, I can do that with HTML. Right. I was like, what's the big deal? And of course, how wrong was I? Uh, right, right, right. But, yeah. yeah the, so, the, the the big deal was like, there was a place where you can actually manage all this exactly. stuff. Exactly. That was amazing. Not uh, just like it's, it's like saying I hey, didn't get it. Hey, there's like, a way to publish stuff on websites yeah. with a CMS, and then there's also like update Word document every day. Yeah, I have never been more wrong. <laughs> uh, so you you went you would go to Britannia, you saw that, but you looked to her design, isn't it? Yeah, there is basically she uh, that website introduced me to basically a whole bunch of others that inspired me to 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 be better at that stuff. Hmm. And everyone had their own approach, you know. Everyone had their own design aesthetic. Everyone had their own color choices, and that's representative of them. That's their version of here is basically like my digital self portrait. I decided to choose burnt sienna. I decided to call my uh, website so and so. You know, uh, there's another website called carbonatedjazz.com. And I was like, ooh, what is that? What's carbonated jazz? I don't even know what that means. But it's really cool. I love it. I, I love that you said digital self-portrait. Yeah, I think that's what so it what is. So what was yours? Uh, what, what, what did um, yours become? Mine eventually evolved. I have a number of things. And you can find these websites, these things I'm talking about. Go to archive.org. Yeah. You can find these old websites. I wonder what's it like. I assume BertSiena.nu doesn't exist anymore. No, it doesn't exist But anymore. it's on archive. Yeah. And I think she has her own like ElizabethWeinberg.com. Have you guys ever communicated? Never. In any ways? Never. I, f- I feel, not that I feel awkward about thanking her. But I just feel like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to do that, basically. Hi, Elizabeth Weinberg. Hi. <laughs> you don't know me, but, you know, you inspired me to be a thing, you know, a designer. And so. it, it shaped your the entire course of your life. Because you've been a designer. You've been a you, – you made you made a comic book. I did. I made a comic book once. You made a comic book. You've designed, uh, you've designed mobile games. You have been a designer for a website. You yes, worked sure. at AOL for a long time. I did. I you're designed dead. AIM, which yeah, is crazy. Yeah, you helped design AIM. You're, you're, you're designing all kinds of products now. I – I think I realized like I, I like to make stuff. Mm-hmm. Even the YouTube videos, you know, I like to make stuff. Yeah. And really, the design part of it is I love like either the beauty of simplicity or just the aesthetic pleasure that you get out of looking at something that just feels right or feels cool, you know. And that's all, that all started within those like personal websites that existed back then. I think that's fantastic, yeah. John. I and and I love I love the passion you show for it. It's really cool that you can trace that to that person See, at that point it was mostly because i thought about this question i was like who do i really have to thank about my web design or designer career it's those websites back then and really it's like angel fire and stuff but really like it evolved into that yeah into these new things so uh, speaking of urls that you can find if you want to look at my early old <gasps> stuff so there's two you can look for guionworld.cjb.net okay it was a free domain it wasn't i didn't buy it clearly right it had advertisements on it but the funny thing about that is, like, the center of my design is, like, the logo of Jamiroquai <laughs> <laughs> with the horns. I, like, I loved the band back then. I was like, I'm going to put this as part of my design. It's representative of me because I love Jamiroquai. <laughs> I had this... I've had this thing stuck in my head recently. I don't know why, where I keep hearing Billy Joel and singing "We Didn't Start the Fire," and instead of singing "Bridge Over the River Kwai," he keeps singing "Bridge Over Jamiroquai," <laughs> and I, I want Jamiroquai to jump out of the background of the flames there and start like, Jamiroquai. Like I don't know why that's happening in my head. Anyway, that's amazing. Uh, what's the other one? The other one is the actual domain that I bought, and I was like very specific about what, how is this going to represent me, or blah blah blah, and I went with soulgroove.com soulgroove i hate it it makes my it makes me cringe when i hear it but soul-groove.com 
That's, Why does it make your soul cringe? I don't know. Like, it sounds really corny, but... Yeah, a little bit, but I like it anyway. I, I th- You're on Pockets Full of Soup, the corniest show on yeah. the internet. <laughs> I think it was mostly because, like, I, I have a love for music, and mostly within the realm of, like, R&B and soul music, and that's where... The word soul really resonated with me. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's about me. It's about soul music, etc. right? And then Groove really was like soul blank. That's why I was looking for something. Soul blank. And it was, and I went with Groove because I think I was trying to be a DJ at the time. Yeah. So there's Grooves and like Of course, because you're also stuff. a musician. We haven't talked about that. You do right. you, YouTube videos where you sing adorable songs. And, right, right. And are sweet and beautiful and play instruments. So tiny tidbit before that, before I picked up a guitar, yeah. right, I actually picked up Two turntables and a microphone. Kind Were of you, in fact, where it's at? <laughs> I wasn't where it's at because I was really bad at it. <laughs> but basically, turntables and DJing was like, I want to be that. Because I saw like okay. an old family friend of mine doing that, and I was like, I want to be that. Right. And I bought a bunch of equipment like we're talking like thousands of dollars of equipment with my savings or like with my allowance or whatever. Um, and then I was like, Oh, I'm bad at this, I don't want to do this anymore. And then okay. I sold it all back. And then my, my friends, as a graduation present, they gave me um, a guitar. And so for, they from there. And then, uh, yeah. Then you ever got, have you ever gone back to trying DJing again? No, I haven't. No. Yeah, you're not, not going to have a DJ no, off with Hatfield someday? But I really love yeah. that, like, er, 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 <laughs> that stuff. It's, yeah. I love that stuff. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and now I just want to see, like, I want to imagine, like, you and Altano and Damon in a band. To, like, or, like, oh, wow. Just all of you with individual turntables scratching That would be kind of cool. Yeah. see that happen. Oh, so I haven't talked about Tom Cruise no, yet. No, we were going to get to Tom Cruise. Right. Don't worry. So, okay, yeah. so. So the first step was in my journey towards designing was <laughs> Elizabeth Weinberg. No, Elizabeth Weinberg. Right? So thank you, Elizabeth, for that. Um, and, again, that just really – that that was my first steps, my first baby steps into learning what web design was, learning how to code, learning how to do Photoshop. But now we're going to thank Tom Cruise, who's obviously yes. also watching. We fast right forward now. to basically. Hi, Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> hi, Tom. We fa- fast forward to um, end of high school into the first couple years of college. Yeah. Right. Um, I had set in myself because of all the stuff with Brent Sienna and all this, all these personal websites that hey, I'm going to be a web designer when when I graduate. Yeah. When when I finish college, I'm going to be a web designer. Um. Or something along the realm of graphic design. I was I just knew design was in my in my future. Okay. And there was a time where my mom straight up pulled me aside one day. It was very random, but she says, Listen, you can't do this. You can't there's no career in design. And that was I think in retrospect it was just because she didn't have any perspective on what that actually meant yeah. in regards to what kind of jobs could pay well to be fair a digital design at that point i'm not sure anybody had a complete perspective on what was possible very true it was maybe a little nebulous what is like what are you getting paid for to do yeah. like, to draw or to what like what are yeah. you doing and and so so as typical with a lot of asian families like the only thing they can she can think of in regards to making successful kinds of money is uh, medicine right being a doctor or being a lawyer or um uh engineering so being a programmer or computer science. She thought those were the right paths for you. Those were the only paths for me, okay. right? And so um, so the closest equivalency she can th- see is you're going to do computer science. You're not going to do this design stuff. Ah. You're going to be like your dad. You're going to do com- computer science. Mm-hmm. And that you know it, that basically just broke my heart a little bit. It was like, well, I guess I won't go to the schools I was planning to apply to, which was like RISD, Rhode Island School of, uh, of Design. Okay. Or Savannah. Savannah was also a, a yeah, Savannah College of Art. And yep, Design. SCAD mm-hmm. is, is a is a big deal, you know. Yep. And yeah, so I have a like, friend that's a graduate. Of SCAD. Yeah, and also yeah. I was going to go there. I was like, my world is going to be designed. That world was crushed after my mom had that conversation with me right before I was about to graduate, mm-hmm. like applying to schools basically. 
Um, so I went to a state school instead, and I love this school. I went to the University of Virginia. Ah. Um, and it's interesting to talk about that right now, just because Charlottesville is in the yeah, news. But that's where you were. I love, I love the University of Virginia and and Charlottesville. Yeah. Um, and that's where where I went because my parents said I had to go there. Right. Mm-hmm. So I did. But you turned out to really enjoy your time there. I did, and I was there for um for quite some time. And the the thing that I learned was that the the curriculum there actually wasn't for me, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it was for a computer scientist. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and I also realized that U, uh, UVA didn't actually have a explicit graphic design path. They were yeah. actually more focused on studio art, and there was another program called media studies that was kind of like talking about the internet and stuff. But this is a new thing, like yeah. you, you know, like like um, early two thousands. This is still yeah. a new thing. People are still getting a, a grasp of exactly what this field's even right. Be even about. the fact, like, what's a designer mean for the internet? Yeah, right? like what is that? Um, Graphic design made sense, but I wanted to go into this other realm, right? Yeah. Um, and I got a question for you. Uh-oh. How often did you did you go to college? Yeah. How often did you skip class in college? You know, I was pretty diligent. Yeah. Um, I I was I knew I was going to grad school, so I knew I had to keep my grades up, and I screwed around plenty, mm-hmm. I mean, definitely. But I always skipped the maximum amount I was allowed to in any class. Oh, okay. But the maximum amount allowed I was allowed to at my college wasn't very high. Oh, I see. Um, I, I went to a small liberal arts school that paid a lot of attention to attendance. Gotcha. So probably I only skipped, you know, three or four sessions a year oh, okay. per, per class. That's pretty I good. Think. Not That's bad. Pretty good of you. What about you? Um, so the difference with UVA, or with maybe with a lot of state schools, is certain classes – they don't give a shit about your attendance. Yeah. As long as you're there for the tests and as long as you're there to turn in papers. You're fine. You don't have to attend class at all. And when I heard about that rule, I abused the hell out of that rule. So you just rule. vanished. Um, you know, it depends on the class. It really it depends on my interest in the class, okay. right? You know, so computer science, I was doing well in. I would just go to those classes. I would know. I knew what I was doing. You know, the math classes, I happened to be good at math. And so I was like, okay, great. Um, chemistry. I skipped a lot of chemistry, but I passed, you know, it was fine. Um, but really like when you go to college and realize like it's all, it's all self, like, uh, you're responsible for yourself. Yeah, self-motivated. Yeah. Um, it's really hard for me to want to go to a class that I don't care about. It's like, you I know? don't want to do these things. Yeah. So yeah. you didn't. So yeah, it kind of all came to a head. And How'd your grades is, go? So this is where Tom Cruise comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise in a way. This is this is the story of my first ever F. What did Tom in class. Cruise do? How did Tom Cruise change your life? I so, gotta hear this now. So um, this was, I'm, like, and I shouldn't be laughing because <laughs> I, I, you wouldn't have chosen to talk about it. We had a guest recently that talked about how Catherine Hepburn changed hers. Oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah. Oh so, man. Please continue. So, um, so this was like December twenty, uh, not twenty, uh, two thousand three, I think. Okay. December two thousand three. Right was, around when you made your comic. Uh, yes, it's true. Yeah. Um, I was so I was diving into personal art things more yeah. so than classes. Here, hold your comic um, up. Show it off. Oh, sure. Let's see I was showing Jared this. I made a comic back in college, and it's black and white. The drawings are not great, but they're fine. They tell a story. And I, you made I was, a comic. That's awesome. I've I was, never made a comic. I was devoting time to this. One. I was not paying attention to my classes, and I was thinking about like, man, if I if only I went to RISD, if only I went to one of these other colleges that had a. Um, had classes that I would be passionate about, right? Um, And in that semester, I took um, a history of Italian art class, I believe. So they went into like Renaissance period, into modern. I I forget. I forget what it was. Were you you interested in the topic? 
Not at all. Oh, okay. It was just, I had to fulfill some liberal arts stuff, you know, like I had to fulfill some credits, do this and this, and then maybe in two years you can do your inter- interdisciplinary classes. So you're not passionate about Italian, and it's very far off campus, and you don't really know why you're doing this, and Tom Cruise has so, something to do with this. <laughs> so yeah, Tom Cruise went into the story in a, in a few hours in the morning of my final. So I, I crammed for the final, um, and I was driving to uh, the building where I park and then uh, take the take the class. And I was on the road um, looking at the building that I was going to park in and the class that I was going to take this final in, and I just asked myself, what if I just don't park and I'm just going to keep driving? And I decided to keep driving, knowing full well that if I don't take this test, I'm going to get an F. So you just decided right there? Yeah, I felt very numb when I did it. I was just, like a depressed decision, you feel like? Or? I think so. I felt like I was a little bit rock bottom. Okay. I, I just, um, I don't know if I, that's an appropriate term, but it felt like every day I was waking up, and f- especially for this class, it was, this all seems pointless. What am I doing? Okay. Right? And so, essentially that means, well, I just cut class for the umpteenth time, right? What am I going to do? I decided to go watch a movie. So you so, decided, I'm going to fail this course. Yep. I said, I, yep, I'm about to fail a course. This is the first F I'm going to get. My parents are going to kill me. I'm just driving. I'm, what if I just keep driving? And so you go to see what movie? I went to go see The Last Samurai with now, Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, good actor. Yes. The Last, Ken Watanabe, wonderful in it. Tom Cruise, good performance in it, but, but maybe not Tom Cruise's finest motion picture. I don't think it's his best movie. I don't think that's a really good movie overall. But that was the movie that was available at the time. And so you went to see, so you cut your class, decided knowingly to fail the course, and went and saw The Last Samurai. Yeah, I don't, the intent wasn't to see The Last Samurai, but I think it was more like, I don't know what's going to happen with the rest of my life now that I'm going to get this F. It was more like, just everything else has happened. I might as well watch The Last Samurai. I was like, I need <laughs> it. It's actually, maybe it's it's weird to say from like an Asian student or an Asian family with high expectations, but like getting an F feels very traumatic. Did you feel you know? like your family had a, had a high expectation? Oh, absolutely. To get an F is like, why would you ever let this family down like this? And you, you felt know? like that was a cultural? Yeah, for sure. Or just part of the family, just high expectations and... Like, you know, all of this is supposed to be, we moved to the U.S. because you're going to have a good education. Yeah, that's not true. Fail us. Yeah, you explained that on our, on our other show on A Pretty Good Day that you, your family emigrated to the United States so, so, that, so me that, and my that you sisters could, go, could go get to a college. good college education. Yeah. yeah. And so here. I'm like, here I am. I'm fucking all that up. Here we go. I'm still driving. And so I think just to get my mind off of it, I was like, I have to do something. I have to go watch a movie or something. So last Samurai. So it was The Last Samurai. I don't even know what other movie options that I had, but I went with, I went with The Last Samurai. You know what? I saw The Last Samurai in the theater as well. Okay. That's, and I also didn't know what the quality was going to be going in. Again, right? if Ken Watanabe is there, it's usually worth the trip, right? So I went for it, and in that movie, I don't know if I even remember watching the movie itself. I remember not enjoying it fully, you know, but... Um, I was probably like, like you know, probably waterfalls at this point. Like looking at the screen, I might have been by myself because it was, it was a, uh, like crying. It was a matinee you movie. Say, you yeah. say waterfalls? Yeah, 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 waterfalls for sure. I was probably crying or probably sitting in a dark movie theater. Absolutely eating, eating my feelings right with with the popcorn and stuff. Like twenty year old Gion sitting yeah, by himself. That's exactly what happened. And then I, as I'm watching this movie, basically, I asked myself like, why can't I be like those people on the screen? And I, what I mean by that is not the samurai stuff. It was like. 
the people who are ma- who are making this movie probably love what they're doing. They get to make movies. They're doing all this stuff. He's wearing a samurai costume. How amazing is that? Like, you know, I basically got meta into watching this movie. I'm like, wow, think about all the people who who worked on this film and must have pursued their passions in order to be able to make this film. You know, and that really solidified to me. I'm like, what the what what is my passion? Do I want to make movies? And the answer was, no, I don't want to make movies. But it was, I wanted, I still want to pursue this thing in design or something around the arts or, you know, I know I can get paid in this. And, and so you're sitting in an empty movie theater, crying, eating popcorn and going, wait a minute, all those guys are doing what they want. Why can't I? Yeah, that's, it was very cathartic, actually. How? Yeah. What happened? What did, did, did I mean, did, did, did you reach a resolution before the movie ended? Yeah. Well, I, I don't even remember how the movie ends because yeah. I, I was basically I was watching probably a scene with like really good lighting and I just noticed it or something yeah. or like a really good set piece yeah. and then I was like someone must have made that someone thought about making this and I was like why can't I think about make doing the stuff that I want to do and so that led to me basically you know with the F that was going to be in the the scorecard yeah you know, once the once it's in the mail going home right. With that was a letter that I gave my parents saying, like, listen, there's a reason why I got this F. And you're not, you know, and, and it's going to be against your wishes, but I need to pursue the career that I want. And it's going to be in design. And you're going to think it's wrong right now. And you're going to hate me, but it's going to be worth it. And I promise you it's going to be worth it. So you wrote that and sent it to them? I, oh, I gave them both that letter <laughs> and my F. How'd they respond? <laughs> uh, they're actually very supportive. After really? That. Yeah, Are you surprised? Um, I was scared, but me in this, in retrospect, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that they are, they they still love me unconditionally and they're willing to support me. But the notion that I would go against their own wishes was the thing I was scared of the most. Okay. And they're like, you know what? It's okay. Well, let's figure this out. And so, <sighs> so after that, basically, I worked towards transferring out of UVA to then another another school. And basically, we we resorted to saying like, hey, if you're gonna do art stuff or design stuff, you're gonna live at home. And you're gonna help us save some money this way, and we're gonna go find an art school, a local place where you can do design, and that's what ended up happening. All thanks to Tom Cruise in a problematic samurai movie. Maybe yes, not all, <laughs> but uh, all to the Gion. But I, I want to say Tom in that in that sense of like you know, certain things happen, and there are certain moments in your life. Yeah, Tom Cruise's movie helped me realize that this is what I want to do. That makes me... So. That's awesome. Thanks, Tom right. Cruise. So thanks, Tom Cruise. And thanks once again to... Uh, Elizabeth Weinberg. Yeah. BurnSienna.nu. Elizabeth and Tom, thank both of you. And to parents and to Guion and to everybody who made something. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Guion. Of course, man. It yeah. worked out. Now you're doing what you love. I do. Yeah, I'm leading a design team. I'm making a bunch of money. I, I think the thing that really makes me the most proud... Is like when I show my parents and be like, hey, my first salary was more than like my older sister's salary. You'd be like, hey, look at this money that I'm making. Wait, mom. A, wait a minute. Are you showing your parents your pay stubs? No, I'm not. I mean, they know how much I make. You know, they know, they know, like, you know, especially with the first job out of college. Do people tell their parents how much they make? I, you know what? I don't know. Are um, you a bad person, Guillaume? I don't, I don't I think do, I no, am. <laughs> That's an interesting question. Do, you, sure do your parents know how much you make? Let us know at mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com or let us know in the Facebook group. We should put a post up about that. I never that. even thought about do that. You, do your parents know how much you make? I'm not sure that mine do. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah. only just as like a concern. Sure I like, do. I knew it was, this was going to be worth it and this is the reason why. You yeah. know, like. That's awesome. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for the story. And I also want to thank, while well, we're thanking people, Nick Rie, Robert Nieder, our Patreon producers. 
His generous support makes this show possible each and every week, as well as all of you who give on Patreon. And hey, before you tune out your brain to the pitch part of the episode, if you can support us on Patreon, we can use your help. But also, subscribe, follow us on YouTube, follow us on iTunes, follow us on your Android platform of choice. Drop us a rating on iTunes. It really, really helps. Uh, drop some comments in the YouTube and join the Facebook group. It's free, fun, full of nice people. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And now, the quick left turn, oh, the gosh. hard right to instant noodles. Oh, no. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Are you prepared? Um, maybe. I don't know. I don't think I am. I'm no. Not sure. I'm not sure what questions you're going to ask if they're different from the ones I've heard before. No man is prepared for instant noodles. Great. No, it's good. It's okay. uh, What is best sandwich? Best sandwich. Um, uh, probably Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. I've had I've had good Philly cheesesteaks in my life. All right. Oh, wait. No, I have a better answer. Um, uh, there's this sandwich shop in Charlottesville, UVA. Okay. Right. I love that place. Um, called uh, Little John's. Little John's. Little John's Delicatessen. All the people at UVA know it. There's a sandwich there called Five Easy Pieces, right? What's on Five Easy Pieces? Um, I think it's it's turkey and ham, some coleslaw, some Thousand Island, and and some Munster. I think. Oh, it does sound good. On um, pumpernickel. Oh yeah. And so, just, I've never seen that combo, and I'm like, oh, that sounds great. It's Five so Easy good. Pieces at Little John's in Charlottesville, Virginia. That's right. Oh yeah, that's my answer. Not Philly cheese. I mean, I love Philly cheese steaks, but you know. how uh, how are you holding up this uh, this week with the Charlottesville stuff? Uh, it sucks. It's not. You don't have to make a political commentary. Yeah, I'm just wondering how you're doing. I think mostly my reaction is, this isn't the city that I know and love when I went there, but I can also acknowledge the fact that, like you know, there was a reason this town was chosen in virginia mm-hmm. if this was virginia beach they would not get this kind of reaction mm-hmm. or newport news and things like that right but virginia uh charlottesville still has some underlying tones of racism that i think made it feel okay for that group to get together there and that's what really sucks about it but in light of all of that the stuff that happened in the week after mm-hmm. and and the the uva community's reaction to that uh, I really did love to see. And that's the city that I know and love. So. What's the most terrifying creature in the natural world? Oh, like it's spiders. I hate Is spiders. Is it spiders? Yeah, like spiders. Like a really hairy tarantula. No, thanks. Uh, yeah, we, we, yep. Other than spider sharks, spiders are the worst. I mean, I'm okay way. with sharks. Sharks Spider cool. sharks? Oh, sp- what? Okay, you have what? Yeah, there's a panda musk episode of Pockets where he drew spider sharks for us. Oh, God. Yeah, they're eight-legged sharks that chase you down the beach and eat you. No, yep, no, no. That's good. Nope. Uh, yeah, yep, that's uh, the spider sharks. Uh, yeah. If you could travel through time and meet any one person, who would it be? Any anyone dead or alive? Yep, doesn't matter. Um, uh, you got a time machine. You can go encounter one person anytime, huh. anyplace. Who's going to be? Oh, I got it. Yeah. Um, I would go back in time and be in the same room that uh, Leia Salonga auditioned for Miss Saigon. Really random. But do you know Do you know Miss Saigon? I love so Miss Saigon. So Leia Salonga is one of my favorite singers ever. And she's like a treasure in the Philippines, right? But I've, I've, I've discovered a video of her auditioning for that role. Oh, wow. And I just want to be in the room where she sings it live. It's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And she's just like this little girl who's auditioning to become like the next superstar. 
It's crazy. That's amazing. No, I haven't seen this video. I show you. Is it just on YouTube? It's on YouTube. If you look up, like, I guess, Leia Salonga Miss Saigon edition, you can look that up. You know, it, we should do karaoke again sometime. Oh, absolutely. It's been fun. too long. It's been yeah, too long. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's one of the joys of living in the Bay Area is the availability of multiple karaoke absolutely. places. Absolutely. Uh, okay. We're doing this. We're doing it. Absolutely. Yay. Happy dance. <laughs> Happy dance. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So, yeah, we also got to do the lunch club again, too. It's been too Oh, long. by all means. Yeah. yeah. Let's do a lot more of that. Yeah. yeah I miss I you, man. It's I miss you too. too long. Yeah, I, yeah. I miss you too. Look at us here. We're like bonding here on the camera. If you yeah. like that. <laughs> no, it's been way too long. So I really adorable. love you again. Uh, you know what? Um, I think uh, we'll go with just a couple more questions here. What's, okay. What's your favorite word? Oh, man. My, my brain went straight to moist. I, <laughs> that's great but i hate moist you hate moist yeah but apparently it's your favorite word uh, what's wrong with the moist i guess i just i well i actually like the sound of it but some people hate the sound of it so, so do you really hate it or do you like it maybe i secretly like it okay yeah i went with i'm gonna go with moist moist there we yeah. go uh what's the first word you think of when you hear the sound of your own voice oh ha that's funny um phlegm phlegm mm-hmm. i always like even when i'm singing or like while i'm talking i always actually feel this build up of phlegm and i need to always figure out how to manage it and i'm oh i'm super hyper aware of so that. you have a lot of phlegm management issues yeah yeah who was your first kiss first kiss i think her name was julie first make out her name was nelly oh wait julie and nelly you're, you're, wait, no you're, okay you're that, that was years and years apart so yeah, yeah so this was the first like kiss on the lips and this was um and that was julie okay and how was it second grade yeah. Non non consequential. Non consequential. And then this, the the makeout one is I didn't make out with anyone until like senior year of high school. Yeah. Oh my god, make, I'm sounding like a big loser. But still, so her, you're her not name a big Nelly. loser again. I think she was my first uh, real girlfriend, and then we made out. It was great. Okay. It was it was great. Uh, yeah. You yeah. are not a loser again, other than showing your parents your pay stubs. You're not a loser. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, thank you for coming on here. Where can folks find you and what you're doing? Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, at Gianorama, G-I-A-N-O-R-A-M-A. I cannot hear you say that. I hear you know, bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I don't know what. G-A-O-R-A-M-A-M-A. <laughs> you're, you're going That's to survive. Um, and also try to find that karaoke gaming. Just look for it on Twitch. Yeah. I'll, I'm, I'm going to try to put something up. If it hasn't yet been arrested, that's where you'll find it. This is true. Uh, this is true. So. Thanks for having me, man. I had Thank such a good time. Coming. I had a really good time, too. Thank you for doing this, Gion. It is an absolute pleasure seeing you again here. And thank you all for watching, listening. Mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com if you want to write to us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.